Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host Matt, and I am here with Gav, Nando, and special guest Max for this episode of the show. The 2022 FIFA World Cup is officially underway in Qatar, and the whole world is watching. We're here to help those who are beginners to the sport learn everything they need to know about the biggest event in soccer. We'll discuss the basics of how the game works, the tournament format, and some of the biggest storylines heading around the World Cup. Finally, we give our predictions on who wins it all. Today is December 7th, 2022, and this is the 86th episode of the show. All right. I like it. Switching it up. I am so glad that we're finally doing this. Um, it took a while to get to this because um, I know the World Cup started a couple weeks ago, I think. But, you know, everyone got sick. We're still kind of sick. But we finally thought it's about time to do this, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Better late than never. Exactly. And, you know, I just want to say for one, as the host of this show, I know nothing about uh, soccer or football. So this is going to be a great learning experience for me as well. And I hope it's going to be for all of you. But luckily, I know three people who do know a lot about uh, soccer. And that's Nando and Gav. And you have already heard all of his music. You just heard the music play in the episode already. You know, the man behind the beats. It's Max Carrillo. How you doing, Max? Yo, what's up? I'm good. Yeah, I'm finally glad to have you actually on the episode and not just your song, right? Yeah. Still making beats. You got to drop his link at the end. Exactly. No, for real. Yeah. So why don't you tell me, um, all of you, just tell me a little bit about kind of your background with soccer or football, kind of how long you've been watching or like your favorite teams or anything like that. Um, you know, actually, I got started in soccer, football, real late, like well, compared to like what Nando and Max, I'm assuming, I got started in like middle school, it's like sixth grade. A bunch of my friends, I had moved to a new school, and a bunch of my friends were like, "Yeah, just join." I was like, "Dude, I only played regular fo- American football. I'm horrible with my feet." And then after that, um, the World Cup 2014 was when I really hit like my peak love for soccer. The boots, the soccer boots that came out. The games that we're playing, the USA team, we believe, it was crazy. And then I played soccer all the way up. Eventually became like captain in my high school. No flex. Okay. But I've since retired. Uh, I started playing when I was like 11 and then played through high school. And then I didn't get into watching soccer till like 2013. And yeah, I've just been enjoying this World Cup. It's been a great tournament it's kind of mid nah it's it's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) what about you nando um, unlike these uh fake ass soccer football fans (laughs) you know ever since i was born i started watching uh this sport and uh that's something because you can't play bro no obviously when i was uh, a little kid i was uh chubby as well so i wasn't like the best at uh playing but i did watch it and, you know, I started following the biggest clubs in the world and, like, you know, small clubs like uh, Milan or Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. This goes bandwagon. I know, dude. <laughs> just, just, get likes... that, just get that straight. It's like, it's like so for, for Americans, um, it's like liking the Cowboys. 
Oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's like like in the Cowboys. So Just degenerate. Ch- chasing glory. I know. Well, <laughs> again, I am not familiar with any kind of uh, soccer football. I don't really get to watch any of the tournaments. I don't really understand the sport. Um, and I imagine it's going to be a lot like that for a lot of uh, American watchers out there, anyone who just hasn't been able to get around to soccer. But, I mean, this is the best time of the year to do that because, again, mm-hmm. the World Cup seems to be the biggest phenomenon in soccer. And um, it's crazy because I don't really know why that's the case because I've always heard of these cups. I know you guys talk about it a lot, and um, I've heard you guys discuss it before, like the Champions League, um, you know, MLS, Copa America, the Premier League. It seems like there's a lot of tournaments out there. So what makes this so much different than the others? It's it's really just like it's playing for your country, and it hap- it's like the Olympics. It happens every four years. So, like, it's ever-changing, and it's really, realistically, it's really hard to win a World Cup because not everyone on the team plays with each other every, like, every year, hmm. you know? So, it's, like, um, it's just the difficulty of winning one. You have to, like, you have to assemble the right team. You have to have great tactics with your coach. And, I mean, you just have to have a will to win. Yeah. So, it's, like, like what Gav said, it's like the Olympics where like you're at, like you're you're rooting for a country and not for like like a team, like a city. So it's like mm-hmm. you have like a bunch of like supporters on your side, and so like just like makes it like really exciting. And the fact that it only comes around four years like makes it like super rare for for like a team to win it back to back. I mean, it's um, yeah. it brought Americans together, right? Like, when are we for I mean, crazy enough for like two weeks? America was like together for once, you know. So if it's yeah. happening here in America, can you imagine everywhere else? Like, dude, this yeah. it, it, it brings people together, the like the entire country. Yeah, I I think with like how they both said, I think it has to do with like the national pride, and just seeing like your country, because I think it's one thing to see like. Um, like a club that you support and it's another thing to see like your your own country that you're from or if you support other countries uh i feel like that's a little bit more exciting than um just like uh watching like club uh teams play so like so like in basketball you know how there's the nba i'm I'm kind of unfamiliar with the club kind of thing so so with spain like let's say for spain like for example spain um is there like a Spanish league basically, and then like there's a, like a bunch of Spanish clubs, and then they all have players, and then they all play in their own league, and then they kind of like the best players from that club, they kind of join forces to represent Team Spain, right? So then that means all the fans would um, kind of coalesce around Team Spain. Is that how it works? Well, it's not. Yeah, kind of. It's not like the best players from the club. That play in yeah. Spain, but it's, it's like, like their the, nationality, like where they're born. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there can be a player from like Italy, and he's the best, uh, let's say, French player, but he plays. He'll play for France. I see. Or it doesn't have to be. It's like the their ethnicity. It can be like uh, if they have dual citizenship, they can choose which country they play for. Yeah, like the eligibility is really weird because you can either be like born there in America, you can be naturalized. Your father could be like a U.S. citizen, and that gives you eligibility to play for 
USA, even though you were born and raised in like, like Japan or something like that. As long as you have citizenship of that country, basically. So it's a lot kind of like the Olympics, <laughs> like they get to yeah. choose kind of, it's based on citizenship, it's based on kind of where you were born, but it's all about the kind of pride of the country, the nationalism, going back home to your roots. Yeah, it's like, so I was going to put like an NBA context because American, like we would understand that better. Mm-hmm. So you have like you have NBA players, people play for like the Raptors, the Lakers and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, uh, who's a like Ricky Rubio? He played for Spain in the Olympics. And that's I the see. same thing with like uh, like soccer players you play in. You're not playing in your home country, but you can still you would still play for your. The actual country during the World Cup. Gotcha. Okay. So let's just talk about a little bit more of the tournament format here for a second. Because it kind of confused me. Because honestly, I thought when the World Cup started, you know, it would be kind of like a tournament kind of series. And now it has progressed to that stage. Um, We're in the quarterfinals as of this recording. But it seems like there was a whole kind of group stage as well where um, they played against each other. And it was based on record, and then you kind of get in based on that. So, like, can you explain to me how the whole kind of tournament just lays out, how it's kind of formatted, um, and how it works? Like, how many games do you have to play in each playoff series and stuff like that? So, there's like 32 teams in the whole tournament. Everybody, every team plays three games, and like, if you if you do well enough, like over like the teams you played then like you can go to like the next stage of the tournament yeah they call it the uh uh group of 16 around a 16 i mean yeah i'm talking about yeah so like um the way it works the way you so if you win a game you get three points if you tie a game you'll get a point if you lose a game you obviously don't get any points right so they they play three games each they tally up the points, and whoever has the most points will top the group, and they will face um, another group's worst team. Or like, okay, hold on, let me explain again. Sorry. So like, two teams will advance out of the four teams in a group. The team that tops the their their group plays another group's second um, winner. And the group second, second place. Win- yeah, second place. They they also they do uh, um. I forgot how they I structure the uh, the actual um, round of sixteen. I think they like do a draw, like which teams will face which, but not like. Well, it's group. It's group A, so so like how Gaff said, the first team in the one group plays the second team in the second. In another yeah. group. Yeah. So for example, we'll do group A and group B. So group A, the first team, will play the. the second team in group b in the in the in the playoffs and then the second team in group a will play the first team in group b like we can give you an example right here group a and group b in the actual world cup um the rankings in group a were netherlands senegal ecuador and qatar the netherlands um got seven points which means they they won two and they draw drew one and uh, the second place team in Group A was Senegal with six points, so they won two, lost one. Oh yeah, and then Group B, England was the top of the group with seven, and USA came in second. So in the round of sixteen, USA ended up playing Netherlands, 
and Senegal played England. And unfortunately, <laughs> USA lost. But yeah. yeah. So from what I understand, there's 32 teams that come in and then they each get grouped up into a division of four. And then the, they play each other in the division. And whoever comes out on top gets to face the lower ranked uh, team from another division. And then whoever comes in second gets to face the higher ranked team from the other division. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot. It's a, it's Thirty-two a lot. countries in itself seems like a lot. How do you <laughs> know, right? even qualify to get into the World Cup? That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's different. So like, the world is broken up into different like soccer divisions. Well, it's by for mm-hmm. FIFA. It's by continents. Yeah, by continent. So like the USA, like I mean North America, you'd have Canada, um, Mexico, USA, and also the um like. The islands off our shore, like Jamaica, oh, and wow. yeah, and all those other small countries, they would be part of um, the qualifications. They host like um, qualification games throughout the entire year, building up until the uh, actual World Cup. So, like the first three and a half years after, so like the next three and a half years, um, the USA will be playing more qualification games to get back into the 2026 world cup you don't automatically qualify well only only basically you gotta yeah only the host nation qualifies automatically so like qatar didn't that's why qatar is there. yeah qatar since they hosted the the world cup they got a ticket in for free I mean, I think that means the U.S. is going to qualify so next. So the, the uh, U.S., yeah. Mexico, and Canada will all qualify next year, uh, the next World Cup. Huh. It's so hard to, I mean, God, you got to qualify to qualify. And then you have to play the tournament. I mean, you have to play the uh, qualifying round to get into the tournament, and then you can get bounced out. It seems like. Immediately. Yeah. That's why. Doesn't that, that's. It's already, it's just the beginning, explaining it, and it's already hard. Like, now you understand yeah. why it's one of the, it's the biggest, I say, sporting event in the world. It's a bold claim, but it seems like it's true so far. I mean, yeah. the entire world is participating. And, I mean, so, for the actual tournament, first of all, it's only a round of one, right? So, like, if you win, it's over, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's no, like, game to, like, three, there's no game to seven or anything like that, right? No. It's just one game. One game. All right. Now let's just talk about a little bit more about the game itself. Because again, don't even know how to play soccer really. I know you kick the ball. I know you kick it into the net. It's, it's fairly straightforward. But, <laughs> you know, um, how many players are on the field first of all? So it's eleven. Um, twenty-two in total, but eleven per team, mm-hmm. per side. Uh, the goalkeeper. Usually, you have on a, a basic formation, soccer formation, you'd have four defenders, four midfield players, and like two forward players. So forward is like someone who tries to score goals. Uh, the midfielders are people who who just like to pass around, maybe defend too. They kind of do everything. Mm-hmm. And defenders are like Nando, a bunch of like rocks. Just, <laughs> just, 
just some, just some, just a cone in the middle of the field, bro. Just like <laughs> just stand in the corner, yeah, just stand there and do. You know, if the ball comes towards you, kick it real hard away. Yeah, eleven yeah. per team. How big is the field usually? Your football yeah, field, right? It's like a football so field. it's like a hundred yards. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. yeah. Okay, give or take. It's so, uh, like a hundred and ten, one twenty. I see. 120 okay yeah and then i know it's 45 minute halves but i do know they add extra time sometimes i notice that when they do like a plus two or plus three like yeah they they never stop the clock so like even when the ball goes out of bounds the clock will like still run so there's like a another referee that like keeps track of like how much time is lost and then they just add it they just add up all that time together and then they just add it at the end of the halves oh i see i didn't even know that yeah, yeah again. it's also like it's yeah. also for injuries too so like anytime the ball is not in play that second ref is counting the clock i see so yeah. it's you can't like waste time basically like what i noticed is that when the u.s was up like i i was just saying why don't you just kick the ball out of bounds every time you know and then just wait for the clock to keep because i know the clock keeps running when it's out of bounds i didn't know it was a i always thought it was a judgment kind of thing like oh we've decided to just put nine minutes on the clock well it also has to do with (laughs) how the game is going like if there's not a lot of action and it's just like you know mostly possession then they'll just Mm -hmm. add like a, a few minutes but you know if they're going back and forth um they'll you know add more minutes yeah, because I notice like sometimes when like when they have plus two right, and then it's like two twenty six, and then then they whistle it right. Is it like once like the possession is like there's no chance of scoring, then they just whistle it and then it's over. So like, so if it's at two minutes and a team has a chance to score, the ref won't um he won't call the game until the team either gets the shot off or the other team dispossesses them. Or just the t- attacking um, buildup ends as soon as like the other, like as soon as the attacking team doesn't like have a, sh- a chance, the ref will blow it. It's really a decision, decision for the ref to make. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot of corruption. <laughs> no cap. I imagine. So um, let's talk about some just soccer terms real fast here. I'm gonna fire them off at you. Offsides. I've heard of it a lot. Still don't really understand it all too much. It's hard to explain. So the, so like so you remember how I said there was four defenders? Yeah. Um obviously the four defenders will be standing in their own spots. Mm-hmm. Um the last defender, like so the la- the defender um that's farthest or closest to their own goal, that's where um the attacking players can have the ball like they can control the ball like they oh yeah it really is hard to explain okay so like say we have team a team b so Mm -hmm. team a it doesn't matter if it's a defender or a midfielder or an attacker um team b any player from team b cannot be past the entire team of team a while the ball is like going towards him he had he has to be behind the team a or else, you know, they would call offsides. So he, there has to be at least one member of the opposing team um, behind in, in front of 
Um, so the defender, let's say the defender, like this one defender, and then the guy is not. He's passed everyone else on that guy's team, but he's not passed that one defender. That's not offsides. No. But it would be offsides if he was past that guy as well. Yeah. But does that mean you have to pass the per? You have to pass them like during. Yeah. Um, so while the you, ball is getting kicked to you, you cannot pass that last player on the other team. Wow. Okay. But there's so you got to basically wait for the ball. Yeah. So it's like that's where like the whole like you know players have to be smart on their runs. So that they're not marked. It's outside. just so that they don't like camp the goal, you know, because you could have one guy cherry picking the entire game. Whenever yeah. the team gets the ball, they just kick it all the way to him, and he's like, he's one on one with the goalkeeper, and it's just it's easy. But, but that'd you don't be too want easy. That? No, <laughs> I mean, I for USA, no I would. I mean, I don't know. You no, but the offside, the, the offsides this year has been awful. There's no offsides in throw-ins though, so when you throw in, yeah. When the go- when the ball goes out of bounds, there's no offsides. I see. And then let's talk about these like corner kicks and free kicks. Um, corner kick is when, and I think I understand this enough. The ball goes out of bounds near the kind of goalie line, right? Like the goal line. So then yeah. they kick it from the corner. So so mm-hmm. like in football terms, if the ball goes out in the end zone. Yeah. So then yeah. it's uh, they kick it from the corner. Mm-hmm. And then can you be offsides for that? You can. What if? I see. Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't depends, be offsides. So like you can play offsides trap. You can't be offsides when you kick it. But say you kick the ball right from the corner. Mm-hmm. Once and it hits, um, like one of your players, like, uh, how do I explain this? No, so it's like as as soon as the the ball touches, you have your to team. be with the last player. As so, yeah, yeah. As soon as soon as the ball touches your one of your players then the offsides like you know it's in play but like if you kick it from the corner um there's no offsides and you're behind all of the yeah if you kick it from the corner and the kick the guy who kicked the ball is like behind the 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 defending team there's no that's offsides well, well no I see. so no, once once they once you actually get possession of the ball there's from the corner there's offsides okay and then the free kick what how does that work if someone fouls you, like takes you out of play, doesn't make a, a move on the on the soccer ball, you get a free kick if it's like in front of the. Uh, it's just in the field, really. And then it can not be uh, not the inside field. the penalty box, not inside the little square. I see. Yeah. Like, so Usually. let's say you get fouled from like um. How does a foul work? How like what kind of fouls would happen? Anytime you don't go for the soccer ball. You just really? kicking the guy. Yeah, so like if you're yeah. just like tackling just to tackle, or like if you touch it with your hands, you know it's a, it's a foul. And then if you're offsides, you... you get a free kick from wherever you know they mark the offside player. Yeah, so like if, yeah, um, that one's weird, but yeah. <laughs> and then like, how how close do you have to be to get a like a free kick right at the goal like area, like basically in the goal area like. Within the first like twenty yards, I guess. It's seldom for it not so like it's seldom to get a free kick inside of that little box mm-hmm. that you see, the big box. Yeah. If it's inside there, then it's a penalty. You rarely get a free kick inside of that little. Oh, um, okay, so yeah, there's so, a difference between the penalty and the free kick. Yeah. 
a penalty is when you get fouled inside of the little um, box on the opposite on, on when you're attacking. If someone like touches, if someone also handballs um, inside of the little box, then you'll you'll get a penalty. Okay, and then what about yellow cards and red cards? So like, is every foul a yellow card? Is that how it works? No, it can be like a warning to the player. Uh-huh. But if that player keeps on, you know, um, committing a foul, then you know they get a yellow card, and then two yellow cards would equal a red card. Yeah, and then and red, like, or you rarely get a red card unless you you know you get two yellow like two foul calls and they give you a yellow, or you like egregiously try to take someone out. Then it'll be a or like red. if you handball it. If you like, yeah, yeah, it's really like it's up to the the referee's discretion. Again, it's a lot of like reliance on the ref to know what he's doing. Yeah. So and I know you guys for like offsides. I I've seen like there's like these digital like renderings almost like you can see like oh he went he's offsides because you know like oh because you can see the ball digitally like or the person like yeah across the grid right. Uh huh. Yeah, that's like new technology at this World Cup where they're like, there's like a chip in the ball and then like sent, there's like cameras all over the stadium that are like constantly like recording the players' movements and like they sync that up with like the chip of the ball to like determine like to make it easier uh, to call an offside. Huh. It's pretty uh, incredible. Outside foul. Yeah. But it's so skewed, dude. Yeah. It's so skewed. It's yeah, annoying. The, like, yeah. if your hand is, like, past the last player, like, they'll call that offsides. So you think it's too precise? I yeah. think it just ruins, like, the momentum in the game, you know, because they have to stop the game, and then the referee goes to, like, you know, the little screen that they have, and he goes to check it and yeah. stuff like that. So like the fact that they the ref still has to put his own input on it like if the if the technology says that it's an offside or like it's a foul or whatever just call it as it is but no so it, they still want to get a ref into it So and, the technology doesn't automatically just like an alarm just sounds and says oh they're offsides right like the ref has to basically say oh I thought I saw offsides and then they go to the replay Well the the ref carries it. a little like uh, headset I don't know if you ever seen him oh. And, like, the people okay. who are in charge of, uh, you know, that system will tell him, like, hey, you know, go check it. And he, he goes to check and then, you know. And then the, also the linemen on the side, the referees, they also have um, communications with those people. So they'll tell them, like, oh, yeah, it's offsides. So sometimes that's why, like, um, you'll see, like, the play go on. And they'll, they'll call an offsides, like, 20 30 seconds later because you know they're still getting that information in i do notice that there's a lot of like they call fouls kind of after the all play kind of stops for a little bit and then then they can like draw a yellow card or something like that or then they call a foul right like they just want the momentum to play out and then once everything's done then they say okay um this is a free kick because if there's a penalty here right well if if so so you can go guess so sometimes, um, say someone fouls you, but mm-hmm. your team still has possession of the ball, the ref will give you um, advantage play, which means that like you can, 
the other team really has to be careful when you have the ball for like the first five seconds of having advantage because otherwise um he'll get you he'll give you uh like a, a, a free kick from where the ball is now like you yeah oh, it's, it's more likely to get like a a penalty when you have advantage but if mm-hmm. like you get absolutely taken out like someone slide tackles you without even going for the ball you and the other team gets the ball because of it you'll get like a yellow the ref will so stop play immediately they gotta call it immediately yeah. yeah yeah okay all right uh is there anything else that like anyone should know before they watch like i think we covered some of the basics but i mean you guys know more here mm. i feel like those are like the most basic like uh rules in watching that's really everything that you always like you always see that you never you rarely see anything else how often how often do substitutions happen that's one thing i do want to know is it like the nba can you sub out basically any time you can you get five you can sub out any time but once that player comes out he can't go back in i see before it used to be only three substitutions but now they changed it to um to five and you You can only strategic about it and you can only substitute when like um the ball's out of bounds and you have possession of the ball usually sometimes if it's like a free kick they'll let everyone sub out but it's usually the team that has possession of the ball in the corner like on the sides for a free uh for throwing will be able to sub on so it's not like hockey you can't just sub in at any time no and it's not like the nba once you're subbed out you're done yep yeesh so you have to be very like strategic and you know subbing in and out all right i think that covers the basics of kind of soccer in general as a sport but um let's just focus on the 2022 world cup as a whole here i mean what do you think the biggest storylines need to be for people to kind of understand kind of the context of just this world cup and kind of what people are talking about this is the biggest world cup because two of the greatest soccer players that have ever lived these guys could be this is like 1a 1b to be honest ronaldo and messi this is their last world cup and the teams that are surrounding them are pretty lethal for once in their careers um messi got the closest out of the pair ronaldo and messi messi went to the uh, final um, in 2014 World Cup, but he he lost to Germany. Ronaldo has never made it past. Um, he, he made the semifinals. Quarter, yeah, he made the semifinals, but that was it. He, he never he's never been to a final. So it's it's one that everyone's clinching to because you know, every I mean like I'm pretty sure Nando likes Ronaldo and I like Messi, and you're kind of clinching on to the people that brought you into soccer, who like, it's like Kobe retiring. LeBron, when he eventually retires, it's the last tour. And then also, I believe, I don't know if it's happened before, but I think it's one of the first times where Portugal, which is where Ronaldo's from, and Messi from Argentina can play each other in the finals. Yeah, they're really pushing for it. It would be legendary, but I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, there's still a lot of games to be played, like, Argentina can get knocked out this round. And then, yeah, they play the yeah, Netherlands. They look pretty beast. 
Yeah, but on the other hand, Portugal is facing a, a pretty easy team in Morocco. Easy. So, <laughs> I think I think they're gonna get go through. But Ronaldo hasn't been playing crazy enough. Like they found a formula, just don't start, don't use Ronaldo. <laughs> like a super sub. Yeah, super sub, dude. So like in FIFA, they got super subs. Do you put on like a, 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 a like a, a high rated player at the last minute? It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a. I mean, that's really how, all it is. How old are they? I feel like I I haven't heard of Messi and Ronaldo for years now. Messi's thirty four. And I think Ronaldo, Ronaldo, no, Messi's 35, and Ronaldo's like 36, I think. No, Ronaldo's like 38, I believe. No, no, 37, 37. Yeah, I didn't know Ronaldo was older than Messi, actually. I I always assumed uh, Messi was older. (laughs) I don't understand why people think that, dude. He looks looks older than Ronaldo. Well, that's because Ronaldo likes, dude, he like, he bathes in baby's tears. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to just let that one slide. He's a, he's a fiend, bruh. Uh, there's nothing... I don't know. I mean, I really don't like this World Cup. I'll be honest with you. Like, There were a lot of group stages, group stage games that were like amazing. Like mm-hmm. Japan pulling through. Like yeah. the last last game for Japan in the, uh, qual- like the um, group stages was crazy because that entire group was changing. In the last game, so so yeah. it was Group E: Japan, Spain, Germany, and Costa Rica. Right? They each, mm-hmm. they basically all had won a game at the time or drew a game, and like the first minute, um, I think Spain and Germany were gonna go through. Right? They were gonna go to the next round, the round of sixteen. Japan and Costa Rica were out, and then like the fortieth minute. I think it's um, Japan and Spain. I forgot what times it was. But each team was rotating out who was going to go through. Wow. You didn't know who was going to go to until the last minute, which was it was just so intense. Is it because of all the tiebreakers? Like, it's not just about the record, right? It has to be like the point differential and like the goal scored and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Tiebreakers are so annoying in, in soccer. Yeah, it's like... Like extra time? No, no, no. So, like, he, he's talking about, like, tiebreakers. So, you know how, like, if they have like, the same amount of points? No. Oh. It'll oh, be, like, yeah. how many goals you scored, how many goals you allowed on you, like, you allowed to be scored on you, how many yellow and red cards you got, honestly. Really? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> that barely happens. That barely happens, but I think it was going to happen with um, Japan and Germany. I feel like... Uh, <laughs> the refer the, the commentators were like you have to be careful now because if you get another yellow card like Japan I don't think they would have made it <laughs> if when they were tied with um, Spain it's wild it goes down to like the last like um, the last game no I'm talking about like the tiebreakers oh. they they literally compare every single statistical like how many passes you had no nah, there, there's like a hierarchy I, to yeah. it that like doesn't really it doesn't really go out. No, no. Usually it just goes yeah, to gold after difference. After gold difference Usually, is the but... amount of yellow cards. I don't think... Yeah, but then... I can't think yeah. of any time where, like, the, the the yellow cards have been the same. It happened last World Cup. No, they were about to do it. It was about to be, like... They were saying it was, like, a friendly... How friendly you play on the field. It's like a fair... They were talking about it during yeah, Group E. The fair play rule or something like that, so... Yeah. 
the one with the least they amount of uh, yellow cards will go through. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? That's how you determine you go through. Oh, I'm not going to tackle this guy, so I'm going to get through. <laughs> That's whack. All right, anything else that uh, we should know other than Messi and Ronaldo? Well, I feel like there's the... I mean, the U.S. is gone, but... <laughs> there's also Neymar, who I feel like... I, feel, I believe he said it's his last World Cup as well. And I think he's arguably, like, one of the top five best players of our generation. Yeah, and, um, it's, it's a lot of heroics. Yeah, so it's basically, like... Yeah, also, like, yeah, France could, like, win it again. Back It'll to back. Crazy. Rarely happens. Never happens. I don't think... Other than I think Brazil did Brazil, it twice, yeah, well. but I think that was it. Brazil, a bunch of cocky people, bro. But they only played some trash play. Like, dude, how 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 are you gonna like emote on South Korea? They barely got it. <laughs> <guy said> emote. <laughs> you know, as long as long as Argentina doesn't win this World Cup, I feel like everybody's happy. You know. Are you are you are you crazy? Because our no. Argentinian people can be so fucking you know cocky and fucking uh, can't stand them. Well, that's because Argentinians are basically French people with a, a Spanish accent or Spanish oh, who speak Spanish. Not even joking, or is it Italians? I mean, Italian people who speak Spanish. We're really gonna offend whole countries now. <laughs> no, no, but I'm I'm cities to offending countries. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Argentina. I want them to win. I want them to win it all. Nando's just a hater, dude. He's a hater because Mexico won out and USA went further than them. And we owned them during the Gold Cup. So he's just a straight hater. Gold Cup Gold Cup is kind of irrelevant. <laughs> it's only like a North America tournament. Pretty trash. Yeah. It's like a It's like the All Star game <laughs> for the uh, it, it feels like the All Star game for the NBA. Yikes. The best tournaments yeah, are right. mostly European. Europeans, like, uh, yeah. Has there been anything that has surprised you so far? Because I know we're already, like, I'd say midway through the kind of World Cup so far. Has anything really kind of shocked you about uh, the final eight teams here? I feel like the... I'm shocked that Morocco went through. Yeah. The, yeah. the dark horse of this tournament um, was Mars, has been Morocco. I feel like every tournament, there's always that one team that we we don't expect much from. Last year was Croatia. Yeah, last year was Croatia. 2014, I mean, we can say Costa Rica and Colombia. They both went pretty far. Columbia. Yeah, Colombia. Colombia was definitely like hitting bops. 20, 2010 was Ghana. Yeah. Underdogs. <laughs> yeah, straight underdogs. Ghana. I mean, they only got in because... Yeah, yeah. I kind of you know once it gets to the quarterfinals, it's basically the same people usually. <laughs> it's like the yeah, it's the way it's looking. It's it's always the first world countries from Europe and like Argentina, uh, Brazil, for the common ball. Usually, Morocco is usually that one. Morocco and Portugal is like the weird. I feel like that's the weird group, like weird quarterfinal. Like they never usually are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's uh, getting kind of basic now. <laughs> you didn't expect the U.S. to get this far. Ever. Oh no, I did. I no. I knew we were. Shut up, dude. You're you're American. Wow. The U.S. is so behind in like compared to all these other countries. So what does that mean for Mexico? 
But see, he here's the thing. The the the, the, the thing is, Me- Mexico is just garbage. They don't have a coach. The coach was an idiot. First of all, he can fucking he can suck my fucking nuts. He was he was, he was not only was he he was Argentinian, and the fact that he was playing to tie against Argentina is just disgraceful in itself. I know, right? He literally let the Argentinians bop, like score two, let Messi pop off. Dude, yeah, I mean, we had terrible. USA had Greg Berhalter, who's American, played overseas for like a couple seasons as a defender. Are you joking? Like, okay, re- realist- realistically, I feel like for the next World Cup and the years to come, I think the USA is going to be better than Mexico. Only because the USA has started to like send all their young players to Europe. You know, the Mexican players, they usually just stay in Mexico and like Mexico. they develop there while, you know, the U.S. has been sending out literally all their best players to, um, you know, Euro- Europe to to develop over there. And young, too. So, I, and so like, I hope- you know, they get used to the, the style of play and obviously the style of play of Europeans is superior to um, other countries, except, you know, like Argentina, Brazil, you know, those are. When it comes to football, soccer, I mean, soccer, when it comes to soccer. So that's kind of how you get better. Like, if it was the NBA, you'd send, like, if you were in Eastern Europe, right? And that's why you're sending Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic and stuff like that to the NBA, right? Obviously for their profit as well, but, you know, to get better, right? And to look better on the world stage, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the formula to how countries are going to be able to kind of develop, I guess, in the future. Yeah. And also. France literally outsourced soccer to like the the black countries they were like we're gonna have some camps for you literally set up so you can come in here and play soccer and make our team better um i'm down with that let's go usa <laughs> and, and, yeah, france is uh, and also you know like these european teams they play against each other regularly um so like they they have yeah. that practice. It's a high level competition. Yeah, you know, fucking Mexico's playing. You know, El Salvador and Honduras. Like that shit's not gonna help us play Bro, play hungry, against yeah. fucking France and you know all these other countries. <laughs> you know, playing against these fucking small third world countries is not gonna help against like you know these powerhouse World Cup winning countries. It's like an NBA team playing against a little like uh, elementary school just so they can feel better about themselves. Strong know. words. Yeah, no. That's okay. One. USA need. Let, let me just p- PSA yeah. it out there, like public announcement. Guys, get into soccer. I can't have these European. We need to be the best at everything. Okay. I honestly kind of appreciate seeing other countries do do very well. On American. Hey, I mean, I just want to, you know, get a little bit different. But I did root for the USA. Obviously, uh, obviously. did not work out. But it brings us to the quarterfinal that we have on hand here. Um, it starts on Friday. So we got the top eight teams, Netherlands, Argentina, Croatia, Brazil, England, France, Morocco, Portugal. I want to hear you guys' predictions for how this whole thing is going to shake out at the end. I want to hear your like results for each match. I want to see like who's going to win this whole thing. Give me my betting odds so I can place a bet here. <laughs> Matt has been asking us just for the listeners. He's been asking us, like, does this a bet? Is this a good bet? Yeah. He's like, Ronaldo got benched. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of pointless. 
Um, let's just start off with Croatia, Brazil, guys. Easy, Brazil, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Brazil. I mean, Brazil have been playing out of their mind, showing the world why they're the like the best in soccer. Yeah, Croatia, Croatia don't really look that good. They're depending on like their old, old players, like veterans. Yeah, um, I feel like Bra- it's. I'd say Brazil takes this easy. Yeah, I think Brazil is like Brazil so fast win. compared to you know the Croatian team and like their style of play. It's not only fun to watch, but it is also you know, like the way that they've been playing and you know for years that's been um, helping them reach, you know, other World Cups and other major tournaments. Brazilians are like the best at soccer. They play like they have full control of the ball, literally. You know, they're playing and I forgot what like the, the bar is a card over there, but like they're literally playing in the streets every day. I mean, it makes sense why they're so good. <clears throat> Uh, okay, I mean, that one's the easy one. How about Morocco-Portugal? I honestly have Morocco going through. Their tactics are cleaner. Portugal just has, like, youth, and their tactics aren't that... I mean, they play, they've been playing bums up until now. I think Portugal goes through. Yeah. What? I think Portugal's team is very strong when they don't feed Ronaldo yeah. the ball. Because Ronaldo, he's already, like, if I'm being honest... He's a bottleneck. You know, He's the the way that he plays is not it doesn't fit him anymore because he's you know he's slow he's old already. So as long as they don't try to feed force feed him the ball the entire game, I feel like Portugal could win it all. So I would take them over Morocco. Yeah, I guess. But their coach is a he's a baller. I don't remember his name, but he took like some like Ghana team. I forgot which team he took to like the um. The championship in their country in Africa, but he them all the way to the top. The coach for uh, Morocco, the guy, the new guy. No, that that's the Saudi Arabia coach. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. By the way, Zaycek. How do you say his name? It's like Zaycek. Zaycek. Zaycek has been playing out of his mind, dude. He's like he could win like Ballon d'Or because of the world his World Cup performance. Just like for Croatia, how what's his name won it? Modric won it. I don't know. That's the kind of a toss up. Max, end it. What? Which one? Um, I say Portugal takes this because, I mean, Mar- Morocco has been looking solid, but like Portugal just is it is it a uh, man for man, man for man? They have just like better players in every position, who like play like in like the most competitive leagues, and like I think Portugal has a really solid defense. That like and Morocco, they they don't they're not really threatening besides like like that guy Ziyech. Yeah, I guess. I mean Portugal like they look pretty good against uh. Who they play Switzerland, Switzerland. South Korea, oh, South Korea. No Switzerland. Yeah, they demolish yeah. them. But that's yeah. the the Swiss dude. They always sit on a fence. A bunch of bums. I don't know. I just think that the heart of Morocco, because like in this World Cup, it feels like the the team who plays the hardest, like who pours the heart out, ends up winning in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, like Japan against the Spain, dude. Spain was crushing them. They were on their way out. The passes, the t- like, they were going crazy on them. But Japan just had heart to go all the way to give their body and stuff like that. So I feel like, yeah, it, it's really mentality. Soc- Soccer is a bunch of mentality games. 
and Morocco has that edge. What about uh, England, France? What do you guys have? <laughs> uh, let me tell you this. Soccer is not coming home. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is such an easy one. I don't know why everybody's so big on England. Like, I, I, don't, I, I think England is so fucking overrated. All those players, dude, we ta- are, they're so, they're like, I don't think England is a good team. England's like, like, who, how can we, how do we compare England to in like, I'll be honest, I'll put my Patriots down right here. Like, the Patriots, England's kind of like the Patriots. I mean, we look good because like we're supposed to, but when we play big teams, we're horrible. We get clapped. No <laughs> cap. Like, dude, at least you admit it. I, I, I feel just this season though, just for the Patriots. I feel like they're the Suns when they lost in the finals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Last year, just didn't have the heart, dude. They don't have the strength. Like France I, is just a monster. Yeah, and they have the best player in the world too. Who? Mbappe. That freaking Ninja Turtle. I don't know, dude. I I feel yeah. I'm- I'm going with France on this France one. England, one. England is pretty overrated. I'm not saying I really don't want. Go ahead. Oh, uh, it's like I'm not saying that they're terrible, but I feel like the, the hype and like how much all these people rate like these English players is way too much. It is. I mean, I mean, Mason. They they the coach. You um the the England coach loves loves Mason Mount so much even though like the entire team is awful Southgate has just been he's been playing favorites the entire tournament dude like he he brought on Harry Maguire to join the team you know that guy's not supposed to be there dude he's like one of the worst defenders in the league he single-handedly is selling Man United yeah I don't know it's awful yeah England I don't know. I think this is as far as England is going. <laughs> They're gonna go home. I hope that I hope that England pulls off a, mi- a miracle, though, because I really don't want to see a back-to-back win for France. Mm. Because yeah, whoever wins between England and France is gonna is gonna play the winner between Morocco and Portugal. And that's like and yeah. So out of those four teams, I would say France is the best. So yeah. We could see them in the final. If 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 England can stop them, please, dear God. Mm-hmm. But those those three quarterfinal matches are easy. And I feel like Ar- Netherlands and Argentina, though. This is like I don't know. It's fifty fifty for me. I know everyone has been saying yeah. that it's forty eight, uh, fifty two Argentina. But, I mean, Argentina have looked weak. Like towards the end of the matches, like yeah. they just don't care. And Netherlands's tactics have been strong. They've literally played to the strength. Like they've 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 already they already have game plans for Brazil and um and I think Argentina. I believe the Netherlands haven't lost in like fifteen games. I think. I mean, I don't. I who cares? Really, doesn't matter to me. All I know is that. The net Argentina is losing. <laughs> no, dude, Argentina. 
have a great team. The defense is kind of whack, but it, it usually always is. It's just the attack. Nah. What are you talking about? I'd say the defense is good, dude. What? I like, yeah. I'd say just that Messi just it makes his offense look really good. If you just stop Messi, Argentina's in shambles. Messi. Yeah, if they stop yeah. Messi, the Argentina doesn't go far. Yeah, that's and that's what so let's um, hope Van Al that the said. Netherlands he, win. No, dude, because when Messi's on his the top of his game, Argentina are unbeatable. I mean, right now they've been playing like build up, but they keep possession high. But that's the same thing that USA was doing against the Netherlands, and it did not work out for us at all. I think Argentina have to be very, very clinical. Huh? They almost choked it. They almost choked against Australia. I know, yeah, right? Australia almost like, fucking but it was, equalized. I know that Quo. the last that black kid. I don't know his name, dude. Quo. Quo? Yeah, dude. That yeah. He, he had an open shot, dude. It was one on one. Well, basic kind of one on one, on the right side of the goal. Oh my god! Straight donks it right to um. I don't know the the goalkeeper's name. I forgot his name for Argentina, but. Dude, it's like right into his hands. Nah, it was a good save. Okay, well, not not here or there, but well, that's. <laughs> I think Argentina, because of Messi and the way he's been playing, go through. But it has to go through Messi, mm. otherwise, they'll lose. Mm. What do you? Yeah. What about you, Max? Yeah, yeah it's fifty-fifty. I can't really say a winner. Maybe it goes all the way to penalties. No, I hope it does not. I just think we all have to pray that uh, the Netherlands win. <laughs> no, because if the Netherlands win, if the Netherlands win, I feel like they could beat everybody afterwards. No, I don't think they could yeah. beat Brazil so. and France. No, dude, because Brazil straight counterattack, dudes. Dude, Brazil like, is they so literally... fucking good. <laughs> you're saying, dude are you are you do you want to be brazilian dude have you been watching <laughs> have you been watching tiktoks of like brazilian chicks like twerking i just think brazil is winning it all realistic i don't know dude real so like if i had to if i was to think about it i feel like brazil and argentina next round and we already know what happened copa america last year or was it this year earlier this year Argentina goes through, goes to the finals. Morocco, Portugal, England, France. Morocco versus France. France go through. Argentina and France, final. I don't know, dude. That's my prediction. Who wins that? Oh, France. It's hard to say. Can't it's say. hard to say, dude. Because when Argentina are playing, with, when Messi's really good, they're unbeatable. Like the defense gets a, a level, like a, a boost. Everyone's playing out of their minds. There's this one guy on Argentina, dude, that literally said he would suck Messi off. De- <laughs> <laughs> His name is DePaul, Rodrigo DePaul. He literally said he would suck him off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got another man, a y- another young man saying that about you, I mean, really, you can do anything. You're going all the way. Nando, what's your... Max, come on. What's up? Um, Speak on it. <clears throat> Am I wild to say that? I don't know. 
<laughs> Am I allowed to say that Argentina, France, Argentina, all the way? I think I. Nah, I mean it's unpredictable. I feel like France is like the favorite. I would say I don't know. I don't know why you think Morocco is so yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just I think Portugal is like gonna is easily gonna go through, and then they're gonna play gonna play France, and then in the semifinal between Portugal and France, say Portugal Portugal goes through. So what? So Ronaldo makes Against the final. France? Yeah, Ronaldo Messi final. I don't think Argentina makes it. No, I say Netherlands is going to be in the final. You're a bum. You, you really or, lost. Or yeah, Brazil. I think, I think Brazil makes it to the final. So you're saying that? Yeah, Brazil. Looks I think good. out of Brazil all these teams, the strongest team is Brazil. Out of all the teams. Yeah. Out of Brazil has a bunch of injuries too. They have like. I think Neymar still. He came. He just came. Neymar came like back. Injuries. The only one that the only one that got re- injured recently was uh, Jesus. But even then, they have so many attackers. They don't need. Uh, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, but that guy's like his so name I is Jesus. He's I think it's gem. Brazil, France. I think Brazil, France again in the final. Uh, but I, th- yeah. I think that's I, yours. A bunch of people, a bunch of people say that. Yeah, I want it to be Brazil, Portugal. Know. Yeah, me too. I would like it to be Portugal, Argentina. That would be like my childhood dream, and I would love to see Argentina pull them over. I, I don't think I I think I'd have to die if Ronaldo won against a matchup against Messi in the World Cup. I think I'd die. <laughs> yeah, that's like LeBron and Kobe going at it, and Kobe losing. That's actually but, fine Le- by me. You're stupid. <laughs> but LeBron LeBron's better. Well, I don't All like right. either, but. All right. Well, yeah, give me a I'm winner, guys. Steph Curry. I need a winner. I need a winner right now. Say Brazil. He's put, his, put his parlay in. <laughs> put my bets on it. But, you know, you say Brazil, Max? All right. Nando, you seems Honestly, like you really I, like Brazil. I, I think mm, I'm going to say Portugal. I'm going to say oh my God. Wins, right. wins his World You're going to be betting. You're betting. He's on the bet. mic. He's on the mic. He's yeah. here to say. Bet right now on Portugal. I feel like they have finally found their whole tactic of like I said before, they can't force feed Ronaldo. Like if they just play um, without force feeding him, I think they they would look like the best team out of the entire round of sixteen. Apart from Brazil, I think Brazil was dominating as well. Um, France too, but France is playing Poland. Like if we're being real, Poland's pretty shit. I think they're the worst team out of all those. I think them and Australia were tied. But even then, Argentina was, you know, almost lost to, almost tied against Australia. Let's be real, dude. They just gave, like, Argentina always does that. But, you know, never never in doubt. So I think Portugal. If I would, if you asked me my personal opinion, I feel like Argentina could definitely take it all the way. Messi's playing out of his mind. He has some good players surrounding him. DePaul, uh, Di Maria is playing nice. If only Le, um, if only Lachelso didn't get hurt, oh man, it'd be over. Like, yeah, that guy's a yeah, baller. Yeah, he's a straight beast. Like that, that was the missing piece. If he had Lachelso and Di Maria, that midfield is insane. That attack would be baller. But if I was a betting man. 
I'd low-key go France. I mean, that, that, that offense is crazy. The defense is solid. I mean, it's pretty young, so. What else? Back to back. So I feel like if you want to lose all your money, you know, you just listen to Gav. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. You ever, if, if you guys are listening from the football podcast, you know what I do. I call it right more times than not. Sure. I don't know. That Travis right. Kelsey pick was kind of sus last week, but I, I just I don't. Know. I don't know why you would ever sit Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Do you shave his beard? I don't. Anyway, this is a soccer podcast. Continue focus for one last question here. Uh, there's a finals. Like, is there an MVP award like given at the end of this? Yeah, it's called a golden ball. Mm, yeah, it goes to the. Yeah, goes to the the player who. Who played best, like overall in all of the in all the tournament? So, any predictions on how you who you think is gonna win it? Mbappe. Yeah, I think he's gonna win Golden Ball and Golden Boot. Golden Boot is scoring the most goals. I think if if Argentina makes it all the way, they'll probably give the Golden Ball to to Messi. And they would have like to. There's also you thing. know the gold Golden Golden Glove as well, which is like the best goalkeeper. Yeah, shout out goalkeepers. <laughs> shout out to Chesney, dude. Guy was pulling out all the stops and then couldn't handle it anymore. Um, I would say I would say Messi too. But I feel like there hasn't been like a star player like this World Cup, or is it just a lot me? of the teams are playing? No, a lot of the teams are playing well together. It's not like an individual type thing. It's it's a team effort. This World Cup, yeah, which kind of it's kind of sucks as well with like the the goals. I feel like there <laughs> there hasn't been like like an outstanding goal uh, this year compared to you know other World Cups, except maybe like the Mexico no free kick, and then shut um, up, dude, so biased. You can't tell me that wasn't a fucking sick ass goal. The it was pretty. It was like far out. It was and like then, um, forty yards. Who's was it? South Korea's goal, I believe. South Korea's goal was clean though. Even though they which one. The 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 free the free kick the I don't think it was a free kick it was just a long shot against Brazil. Uh, oh 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 nah that nah. was a free kick that took a deflection nah. nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Richarlison's goal that he scored where he was like heading the ball, not not the not the group it, stage one the most recent one where he was heading the ball. I know the round of sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that one was clean. I think he might he uh, could he's like up there to to me to win the golden ball if Brazil makes it far. And he keeps on playing. Far enough. Mbappe literally a goal scoring machine. I I can't see it, dude. But I think they're they're tied yeah. though. It's Mbappe's tied with goals, isn't he? No, dude. Mbappe no, cleared. He's top scorer. He's top oh. scorer because of the France game. Oh, okay. I mean the Poland game. What was I gonna say? The goal. The no. The the goal of the tournament was Messi's uh, goal against Mexico. Uh, is he hearing this guy? <laughs> Because it was, was deadlock. It was goal. a dead. Was a it's not. The, it's not the goal. The beauty. It's not like a nice shot or anything like that you know on the ground, whatever. It's it's the impact of the goal. Because that game was deadlock, yeah. and if Messi doesn't score, I mean Argentina are out. That's it. Yeah. If he doesn't break the deadlock, and help Argentina go through, it's over. Thank you, Messi. Yeah. Put those 
would say I would say my goal of the tournament so far is uh Cameroon versus Brazil. The guy scored a so I thought I saw that one. This guy, the Brazil one? Yeah, he <clears throat> This guy scored the winner against Brazil. Oh. So Brazil lost like in the last minute. And then yeah, he got a red card after <laughs> because he took his shirt off. Yeah, that was badass. That's the best way to go off. I mean, there was only like two minutes left, so like it didn't matter. Who cares? I know, right? They were gonna get knocked out of the thing anyway. That was their last game. Yeah. All right. It was an underrated moment for me. <laughs> I'm surprised that Matt, you actually watched it. Now, so you are actually watching. I saw it that. Getting... I saw that one. Um, no, I don't watch the games. Oh. I still don't. Watch... I still didn't watch the games when I do it. So American. But oh, I saw the I saw the U.S. Um, Iran game. Um, game was out. I feel like the times the times were also pretty fucked. You know, like two a.m. The times are pretty hard. Yeah, to watch. Yeah, I don't I mean, think again, I was oh. sick, so like I didn't even see the Netherlands USA game because I was sick, so I just passed out and I just didn't see the whole game because it already happened at seven a.m. or something like that. So I f- I forgot you guys are on the West Coast. All the games are perfect. No. Yeah. yeah, I was like not like it was either ten. Fuck that. Like two p.m. Twelve. England had it the best. I think yeah. England had like their entire day was just uh, the matches. Like there was no early days. It was just throughout the entire fucking day. Well, that's the home of football. So whatever. You think it's going home? No, Fuck no, never. So just for anyone who doesn't know, like. They say football's coming home whenever England has a chance of winning it. It's just like some straight meme, but they know they're never going to win it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just some meme. I'm assuming it's a lot like America's team with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly like it. But your All homies. right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. But, you know, one last question for you now. Is it soccer or is it football? Bro, the way USA was playing, soccer, bruh. It's soccer now. Yeah, both soccer. Uh, I think it's soccer for us, but it's football for the rest of the world. You're such a bum. You didn't That's get the question. It was satirical, answer. dude. <laughs> How? <laughs> he obviously didn't get it. It was a. It was a joke. It's supposed. Oh my god, man! No, no. <laughs> fuck the U.S. national. It's team. soccer. So it's football, dude. You're such a hater, bro. Can't stand wow. that fucking How team. How can you hate on it? You you live here. I can't fucking Very stand undiplomatic that, answer now. That bald motherfucker Bradley when he played. Oh, I could not stand him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage ass <laughs> balding Landon Donovan as well. <laughs> if for anyone who doesn't, obviously most of the people Americans don't know, look up Michael Bradley, and he does have a very punchable face. Michael Bradley, soccer player. Oh, man. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. Um, I hope that, you know, just like me, you know, I learned a lot about soccer just in this hour of just listening to these guys talk. Um, and I hope you, too. Like, I hope you guys will, too. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and thank you all for participating in this. I know it's kind of hard to get together to do this, um, but, you know, it only happens every four years. I know. And so next World Cup, we'll be back. Yeah. And sure. it's going to be here. We'll be at the stadium, you know? Yeah, we'll, we'll cover it live. Yeah. yeah right. Live coverage. Hopefully we're big by then. We'll, we'll have like a little studio there. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds like the dream. All right. Well, if you want to catch more episodes of Sports Council, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. We have episodes weekly on the NBA, uh, fantasy football, football, um, you know, anything. So be sure to follow us there as well as our Twitter at Bay Council, our Instagram sports underscore council uh, to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. So that'll do it, guys. Uh, Is there anything you want to say to the entire world before we sign off here? I believe that we will win. I believe, well, I mean, I believe we'll win in 2026. I, I don't know. USA, that's all I can say. All right, signing off.